I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one time service, Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E.com slash ETM. Go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and use code ETM for 20% off. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is oh so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking about Brexit and why the heck you should even care. Hey, everyone. I'm so excited that you are joining me on this episode to talk about Brexit. We've all been hearing about this thing, but what is this and why should we even care? But before we get into that, um, I just want to remind you guys that the Summer Money Webinar Series starts this Thursday, June 30th. 
uh, 4.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you live somewhere in the middle there, hopefully you can do the time uh, correction for your time zone. Hey, and if you guys are over the seas, uh, please feel free to join us as well. I'd love to have some people from Canada. I know we've got listeners in UK and all over the world, so please feel free to join us. Um, We're going to be talking about smart money moves to make now, and um, there will be a replay. So if you're like, ah, I can't make that time, go ahead and sign up because that's the only way you're actually going to get access to the replay. And there's going to be uh, some live Q&A time. So if you've got some questions that you want answered, um, we're going to have plenty of time to get to all of those. Um, I usually cap these at uh, about 50 or 60 people tops, so we're getting right up to the top of that cap. So if you want to make sure that you have a spot reserved, go ahead and sign up. All you need to do is text the words summer money, all one word, summer money to 44222 and you will get signed up. I'm going to be sending everyone a link and all the information about the webinar about 24 hours before, so you should get that on Wednesday. So we're going to have a good time. It'll be about an hour. Um, We can think of it as happy hour. Grab a drink, grab a snack, get cozy, and we're just going to have some fun talking about money. All right, and next I want to tell you I'm so excited. I am actually featured in Women's Health Magazine, the July-August issue, on page 110, talking about uh, love and money and my tips So if you're a female, go out and grab Women's Health. If you're not, grab the magazine for your wife or your girlfriend or your friend or whatever. Uh, Just grab the magazine and check it out. All right, so let's talk about this Brexit thing. I mean, my gosh, if you've been listening to uh, the radio or the TV or anything lately, this is is just all they've been talking about. And for those of us that live in the U.S., we're probably like, what the heck is this thing and why do we even care I think the cool thing is that we have a lot of listeners who either used to live overseas or live overseas now. Maybe you live in one of the European uh, Union countries. I would actually love to hear from you. I'd actually love to interview you if you're up for it. So uh, if you're listening and that's you, please, please send me an email at shauna at yourmillennialmoney.com. And uh, I'd love to do like a part two to this. So let's let's not let this be the end of talking about Brexit. I'm sure it's not going to be. But first off, isn't it just fascinating that we have to like make everything some sort of acronym or some sort of crazy word? Like when did that start happening? I think it was with um, Brangelina, right? So Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. I think that was... No, there was before that. There was Benefer and oh my gosh, it's just crazy, right? Like we... Like, are we so lazy we can't just say two or three words? Okay, I'm off that rant. Anyway, so what exactly happened? Well, British citizens, as you know, voted on the question, should the UK remain a member of the European Union or leave? That was the question. But look, this is not like deciding what toppings you want on your hot fudge sundae, right? I mean, this is like serious stuff. This is potentially life-changing stuff, not just for people who live in the UK, but maybe for all of us. So I I think that, you know, what happened, and we're going to talk about it a little bit more, but I think what happened is like people, a lot of people just didn't understand the impact. They didn't understand the economic impact, uh, the world impact, and even just how it would impact them on a daily basis. It turned into this giant 
you know, social media, political kind of nasty fight, like what we have in the United States right now. And um, it was polarizing. So you found people on like both sides of the fence, but just nobody really in the middle. It was either like, yes, I'm 100% for this or no, I don't want this. And it's just fascinating that something is so polarizing. And, you know, a lot of experts didn't think this was going to happen. They didn't think that they would actually vote to leave the European Union. And so I think what happened was people were kind of like dumbfounded, like this actually really happened. So the stock markets went nuts all around the world. The Dow Jones Industrial Average closed down 610 points on Friday, the eighth largest point loss ever. And on a percentage basis, the Dow and S&P had their worst day since August 2015. Their worst day, right? We don't need any more of these worst days. We are over worst days. And I'm sure if you had you know, your money in your 401k and your Roth or your IRA, you're probably like, oh my gosh, like, what does that actually mean to me? Chances are you probably lost value in your funds or you did, I should say, lose value in your funds. But what I'm going to urge you is not to panic. Don't panic. But I want you to just be aware of how these things impact you. So why did this happen? Well, like I said, there's a lack of knowledge either way about what this means. And what I find is that most millennials don't understand economics and economics is super important to understanding how you know financial markets work work the cycle of um, history and how things uh, operate how the the stock market operates all of these sort of things and there's key economic factors and we're going to talk about that in another podcast but there's these key economic factors that are super important. And when one of those kind of goes awry, people are like, I don't know what to do, you know, and they start freaking out. So what I hear is also, there were lots of concerns about the cost of continued EU membership for the UK. And that far outweighed any worries about leaving. There were these false campaigning messages. Apparently, um, the proponents for leaving rented, like did crazy things like rented this bus and like plastered all across the bus, you know, how much it was costing UK to stay in the European Union every day. And it was just some like astronomical number, right? But because we are such like a fear mongering society now, and everybody's tweeting and everybody's Facebooking and Instagramming and all sorts of stuff, these messages sped like wildfire And if you don't understand like economics and you don't understand how any of this stuff works, I can see why it's like super easy to fall prey to something, right? Good or bad. You know, you guys, you read something on Facebook or Twitter and it's like, then you start thinking, well, this is true or is this true? Or I don't know if this is true. Maybe this is true. And it's like, where do you go to actually find out any of this information? It's such a pain in the butt. Another major sticking point um, has been immigration concerns. And there are a lot of Brits that worry about, you know, the country's um, employment market and social services that they'll drown under the weight of all of these new immigrants that, you know, are coming into the UK. And um, so this has actually turned into like a huge reason 
for why a lot of people voted, um, you know, to leave the European Union is they didn't want to have to deal with any of this. They wanted to kind of remain, you know, this quote unquote elitist society. And they didn't want other people in here um, influencing, you know, all sorts of things um, in the UK, which is really interesting. So which countries are in the EU? Well, the European Union is an economic and political union of 28 countries. Each of these countries within the union, they're independent, right? So they might have their own um, currency, but they agree to trade under the agreements made between the nations, right? So they kind of all come together in like a friendly little handshake, like, okay, we're all going to work together. Well, um, you know, obviously with the UK leaving, that's going to have like a dramatic effect. It's the European Union, they operate in in what's called like a single market, which allows free movement of goods, capital, services, and people between these states. Younger voters, they are the ones that are pissed. They've taken to social media, expressing their anger. They're so upset and they blame the baby boomers for securing this vote to leave. Um, according to a YouGov poll, I thought this was interesting, 72% of 18 to 24-year-olds were in favor of remaining, while 19% backed the Brexit, right? So obviously younger people, huge majority, they wanted to stay. They saw the value and they didn't believe the fear-mongering. They wanted to stay. But 34% of pensioners, so, you know, baby boomers, older people, were in favor of remaining while 59% wanted to leave. So that's really interesting. But millennials are potentially hit the hardest and they might see the second recession before age of 30, which is really sad. I mean, that's just sad for the world today and how much wealth is flowing around that you know, you'd be witnessing your second recession just before the age of 30. Another interesting thing about uh, millennials is now they're not going to be able to move around freely in the European Union like they had before, right? So if you're a member of the European Union, you could easily travel around, you get jobs around, all sorts of things. And now the question mark is what the heck is going to happen now that the UK has decided exit? Is that going to remain a benefit or not? My guess is no, but I'm not sure that will be immediate. That may be just kind of a thing that trickles. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. 
Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Okay, listen, like many of you out there, I love Notion, our sponsor today. And I honestly use it every day for my notes and journaling. I also track our family expenses. And I manage all of our household to-dos. Notion has been such a lifesaver in helping me get a lot more organized because that's not one of my strengths without stressing me out. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is the AI-powered workspace that can summarize things like meeting notes and automatically generate action items and help you get answers to questions in seconds. It will honestly blow your mind. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, you're a freelancer, you're starting a startup, or you're a student juggling classes and clubs, or you're somebody like myself that just really wants to get organized. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com etm. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash etm, and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you are supporting our show, notion.com slash etm. Found an interesting quote. Young people in the UK were hit disproportionately hard during the last financial crisis. So that's the 2009-2008, you know, (laughs) black years. Um, The Institute of Fiscal Studies said that while real wages fell for all groups of workers after 2009, people under 30 saw their earnings plummet the most. And maybe a lot of you might resonate with that. You know, that certainly was something that happened in the United States as well. Um, You know, if you were just rolling out of college around when that time happened, like it was tough to get a job. And if you got a job, you might not make a lot of money. And even now, some of you may be struggling in careers where you're trying to get ahead, but the people above you are, um, you know, workers who lost their job and now they have, you know, a job at your company and they have a lot of experience. And so it's just hard for you to, um, to move around in those, in those companies. Uh, Many youngsters are also worried that leaving the European Union will mean complete isolation. Um, you know, right now you have the right to live and work in 27 other countries if you're part of the European Union, but that's gone, like I said, and, and you know, everyone will not fully understand the extent of lost opportunities, uh, marriages, experiences, friendships, all of these things that are now like going to be denied because of this. And that's, that's really scary. I mean, even, For us, you know, in the United States or for any of you living in another country, the ripple effect of that could be absolutely huge. Um, If we have any younger millennials listening, you know, the worry about being able to study abroad in other European Union countries is also kind of in jeopardy. So there's really like three things that have really impacted millennials living in the UK. Obviously, education right? Um, UK is known for having some of the most expensive European um, education costs. 
And you might not be able to travel to other countries as freely as you could before to take advantage of, like, you know, Germany, who might have, you know, free college and free master's degree programs. You might not be able to take advantage of that. So that means you may have to earn money. You know, your budget might have to get um, more refined. Um, You're going to fall back on savings a lot more. All of those, like, trickle effects. Traveling, there may be smaller pool of jobs, um, less mobile. Maybe you can't fl- uh, freely move in other countries. So it just sucks, right? And housing. So what happened right after the Brexit vote is that um, the pound got devalued. So it's a lot less expensive to travel to the UK right now. However, with a weaker pound, if you live in the UK, property has now become dirt cheap for overseas investors which means there might be less affordable housing for you, right? So investors come in and they buy up all this housing and they basically drive prices up. And so for the people that live there, especially millennials, younger people who maybe not have, you know, as high income, it's harder for you to just live and maintain your normal standard of life, which, I mean, all of this could suck or it could not suck. And that's really the question that everybody's answer or asking, I should say, is, you know, is this really bad or is this not? And I think a lot of this is like, you know, TBD. It's it's left to be seen. But what we're seeing even just like a few days after the vote is complete uncertainty um, in the UK with who's going to take over and what's that plan to take over and when is that going to happen? And, you know, it all just looks like a giant pile of um, nonsense right now. And um, I think that's why, you know, the markets are still incredibly unstable is just no one knows what the heck is going on because this was so unexpected. Nobody thought, I mean, you could see like jaws drop when the vote came out. Like, okay, what? Come again? (laughs) Uh, I don't think we actually wanted this to happen. In fact, I was just watching, um, you know, the news this morning and uh, they were talking about how you know, people who voted to leave are now like scratching their head and going, oh, maybe we didn't understand this. Ooh, maybe we'd like to vote again. And that's the kooky thing about voting, right? Is you have this enormous privilege to vote, but you better know what you're voting for or why you're voting for it or what the heck it even means after you vote for it. Like, it's not a joke. Again, it's like, it's not like going to Baskin Robbins and like picking out what flavors you want for your Sunday. This is serious stuff. All right. So I guess you get it, right? I've kind of like gone on and on about it being serious. But so what does this mean for you if you live in the U.S.? Well, the stock market is in flux. Everything is connected. Interesting, after the Brexit vote came out, the travel stocks are kind of what crashed the most. So Priceline does a huge amount of business in the U.K., and they their stock just plummeted. Uh, United, American, Dental, all dental. Delta, what am I saying? I'm talking about teeth here. No, Delta. They all saw um, just this enormous um, stock decline, right? Because people were really uncertain about what this all means. For you, for you listening, don't panic. Most people get totally scared and pull out of the market. And what a lot of experts say is, no, maybe this is the time to buy, right? You always want to buy something when it's cheap, not when it's overvalued. And a lot of um, financial experts are saying that the markets here were totally over- overvalued and due for a correction. 
but you got to know your limits, right? You got to know how comfortable you are. This is why it's super important to know your risk tolerance, right? To know how much risk you're willing to take on in your investments. If you woke up Friday and you had like, you know, panic come over you and, you know, tears were just streaming down your face as you're watching the news, you may be too risky with your stocks. So don't check your portfolio every day. Don't, right? You're in for the long haul. You're in for like 30, 40 years down the line. The worst thing that happens, and this is what I see happen with like a lot of 20 and early 30-year-olds, is you panic and then you stop putting money in your 401k, right? And maybe you'll stop for like a year or more because you just get scared. You don't want anything to do with it. Well, that could have huge consequences on your lifestyle piggy bank down the line. So don't freak out. Don't freak out. Maybe you might need to reallocate your funds. That's not a bad thing, right? But don't freak out. Um, Europe is our largest trading partner. So portfolios that own U.S. companies who sell to Europe could have some exposure with, with Brexit. However, again, the benefits of being really globally diversified, meaning that you own stocks in all different countries around the world, could just far outweigh any risk associated with um, you know, the potential problems with, with Brexit. So be diversified. Again, it might be the best time to buy. I know that's counterintuitive, but that's usually what happens when there's a correction like this. So don't freak out, all right? But know there is going to be some uncertainty with the stock market. It's, it's very fickle. It's very fickle if you've noticed. Any slight thing happens, right? And because we're all so connected with like social media and everything, um, it's super easy for the stock market to get really nervous. Okay, next, this is a good thing, right? Travel to the UK, it's cheap right now. You want to go over there and you want to take in all the sites? This might be your best time to go because the pound, which is normally somewhere around one and a half times our dollar, is now closer to um, our dollar than ever before. So it's a really good time to go over there, especially while there is such uncertainty. I hate to say it. Um, but it's a good time to go over there and travel if you've, if you've wanted to go over there. Um, I know I have for a long time. I've actually never been to the UK. I've flown in and out of there, but, um, I've never wanted to go cause I'm like, I don't want to pay one and a half or two times for everything when I can just go to another country, um, that's on the Euro that is, you know, closer to the U S dollar. But that's just me, right? So what I'm telling you is you want to go now, go, I bet you there are a ton of travel deals. And number three, know what you're voting for, all right? Understand the underlying economic principles. We are in the most contested U.S. election ever, right? No matter what candidate you love, no matter what candidate you hate, I don't care. I really don't. What I want from you is for you to understand the principles of what each candidate is standing on. Now, I know it's hard because when it's election time, I mean, everyone is just throwing mud back and forth, and it's really hard to figure out what is real, what isn't, what will actually make my life better and what won't. You know, all of these things, it's really hard to detangle all of this. But what I'm going to urge you to do, whether you're voting for a president or you're voting for a city official, it doesn't matter. I want you to just really do some research. 
understand the economic principles. What could happen if this person was in uh, office to your job, right? To your savings account, to your investments, to your future as best as you can, as best as you can. That's all I ask, right? So when you go to vote, I don't want you to say, well, I voted for this person because I like their social media profile. No, no, please, 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 please don't do that. Don't do that to me. When you go to vote, I want you to say, okay, here are the three reasons why I like this candidate. Da, da, da. Whether you're right or wrong doesn't matter, right? But you got at least three reasons while you're voting for this person. And they're not superficial, right? They're hardcore reasons. So that's all I ask. And what you're seeing is that, you know, in the UK is, is that that didn't happen, right? So millennials largely in favor of staying in the European Union. Anybody older than a millennial, the baby boomers, largely in favor of leaving. But if you ask most people there um, that I've seen do interviews is neither side really understands why they made the vote they made. Okay, so just don't be that. Let's, let's try and be a little bit more educated. Let's show people, you know, hey, we're millennials, but we know our stuff, right? As best as we can. You know, could this be the destruction of the European Union? I don't know. It's definitely going to be less stable for a while. And who's next? Um, there's all sorts of these interesting things that have come out, like uh, Italy and uh, Checks Out and uh, Departugal. That's one of my favorite. Um, let's see. What are some of the other ones? Um, Denmark, uh, Nethermind, German Out, uh, Sweden. So there's all, now all these acronyms, right, for all of these countries who are now having whispers of, nah, maybe we should leave the European too. Um, I don't know. I don't know. The point is, is that nobody really knows what this means because it was so unexpected, right? There's lots of instability that's going to be unstable for quite some time. Um, we're not quite sure the impact that this is going to have on the United States or other countries. So, you know, watch the news, pay attention. Even if you just watch like a, a quick, like three minute video tip, um, each day, like get yourself educated. I think it's our like ethical and moral responsibility to know what the heck is going on in the world and also to know what we're voting for. So that's my two cents. Again, if anybody's listening who lives in the UK, um, who'd like to be interviewed for the podcast, I would love to talk to you. So send me an email at shauna at yourmillennialmoney.com. As always, follow me on Twitter at Shauna Game, and don't forget to sign up for the Summer Money webinar series. Text Summer Money, all one word, to 44222.